Hi, Catherine. Are you there? Hello, Michelle. Yes, I am. How you doing? Oh, wonderful. <laughs> well, great to have you on the show today. Um, it's, uh, this is uh, a little bit new to me, but I'm getting the hang of it. And I just mm -hmm. want to welcome uh, Catherine. She's an amazing woman. Her name is Catherine Edward. And her spiritual name is Aika Raud Raude Hudosi. Thank you so much. I, I don't know French very well, <laughs> so uh, I appreciate you taking the time out um, and coming on uh, my podcast. So it's just exciting to have you here. And uh, Catherine herself also has um, a podcast called Our Journey in a Box and sustainable healing. And I was on her show just last week and it was a wonderful conversation. And this, uh, these lives are all about focusing on conversations, exploring consciousness and spirituality. And today Catherine is going to share about education sur le voodoo. Is that uh, the correct way to say that? Yes. Oh, wonderful, Catherine. Um, it's a really, thank you so much. It's a beautiful spiritual belief um, that is often mis misunderstood as being negative or harmful to others. Um, and as with all spiritual practices, the person determines whether the rituals and power can be utilized for good or bad purposes. So today we're going to just have a conversation about this and um, I'm sure that Catherine can enlighten us about this very special practice. So Catherine, tell me, how did you um, come across this spiritual path? Tell us a little bit about your background. Well, um, once again, Michelle, it's a pleasure to be here with you and Thank your you. followers. So um, I was born in Haiti the island and uh you know the caribbean so i grew up there and um as a kid my mother always said like you know that i'm special <laughs> yes. but um i just like you know couldn't understand um what she meant by that that we grew up as a catholic i spent uh, my entire life on um, going to um, catholic school so it's practically most of the thing that I was um, in the day to day, it's like uh, going to church and praying and things like that. So practically I was never feel connected on that mm -hmm. level, you know, yes. just like, you know, to see our, our father, uh, the Hail Mary and stuff like that. Even in school with the sisters, if you uh, could not understand something because I was a very curious kid, Asking question was a problem, mm. you know? And um, I had question, but I couldn't get the answer. But when I start growing up by the age of 15, 16, and I start asking my mom some questions because of vision and things that I was able to do or to see, I couldn't understand. And I start being scared, you know, kids, you don't understand yes. something, you have seen like, you know, those vision, and things that you see, you're telling other people and they cannot see it and you start taking and say, okay, hold on a second. 
am I crazy? Maybe something is wrong with me. I start crying and praying, going to church and more and more and more and more and more. But my mother always say like, you know, she, you know, she's waiting for the right time. And that's how like, you know, I think most parents, they do. Yes. When you have kids who have a gift, who's gifted, it's best for you to just like, you know, sit down with that kid. I'm not saying like, you know, when they are five, six, seven, but once I can know they are like, you know, in their teens, early teens, it's always like, you know, a good thing to just like, you know, sit down and talk to your child and explain he or she certain things in life so they can understand better and uh, not, uh, you know, going out and ask other people stuff because sometimes other people might just like, you know, guide them to the wrong way, you know? <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> so practically, um, by the, by the time I was, I think 17, um, if like, you know, somebody was sick, I was able like, you know, to be able like, you know, to feel it and uh, hear the pain of that person or see what was wrong. And the only person I was able to talk to, it was my mother and my grandmother, you know? But my mom, my grandparents used to practice voodoo, but it was like, you know, some celebration that they would do it, like, you know, for the ancestors once a year. And at that time when they were doing it, it just, they never really explained to you what they were doing. They will tell you this is for the ancestors. But you know, kids, you love the music, you love the food, you eat, you dance, and it's all gone, completely yeah. gone. And sometimes my mother will spend like, you know, on a Saturday, for example, the spirit will come into her and she will give you the, uh, all the messages. And th But you can see it was mommy, but it was not mommy talking. Mm, yes. You know, she was like, you know, it was somebody else there. And sometimes the spirit will identify themselves. They will tell you, oh, I am so-and-so. I came from this, this place and stuff like that. I'm here because, because, you know. And I was so fascinated about that. And after a while, most of the time, when the spirit will come, the person won't remember a thing. But sometimes, some spirit depends about like, you know, about um, the force that they will uh, take the person body. They can just like, you know, give you a little glance after like, you know, maybe two, three hours. You can remember just a few things, not the old thing, but you remember like, you know, a few things and stuff like that. And I started asking, mommy, what is this? What is that? How do you do this? I was so fast. I said, oh my God, I would like that. I would like that. And she'll always, I can say, wait for your time, wait for your time, and do time, and do time, and do time. Wow. So wow. that was so... like, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, did you say something? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Please go ahead. So it was like, you know, um, the beginning of me really getting, trying to understand the spirit world. And at night, I will have those dreams, seeing me at different places, meeting like, you know, different people, telling me this, telling me that. And when I woke up in the morning, I will tell my mother. And as soon as I give her the message, within like, you know, a few minutes, somebody like, you know, will come. If it's a problem or a sickness, the person will say exactly what I just saw. Wow. Say, What's going on? What's going on? And my dad was, uh, my dad had a casino. And um, whenever, like, you know, he wanted to go and play, and I'll say, oh, dad, you know what? Play those numbers, boom, boom, boom. And he will make the jackpot, make a ton of money. Wow. And people, like, you know, I start, like, you know, feeling myself, like, you know, like, I'm weird. How come, like, you know, I'm, I'm like that and not my brothers and not my sister? Why me? Right. Why you? That's a great question. And uh, it sounds like your mother was a, was a channeler, you know, like a medium. And we would, we would say. Yes, she was. Yeah, she, she, she was. was even, even more than that. Um, my mom, you could just like, you know, come to the house. She would just look at you. And she was not the kind of person who, who talked uh, much. 
she'll look at you and um, she will call us, the kids, and you see, like, can you see this person? This, 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 that, and that. I don't want that person in the house anymore. Wow, yeah. And you don't even have to ask her, mommy, what you mean, why. If you do not listen, whatever she told you, within a few days, you're going to be able to see it. So she or, was very psychic, very psychic. If I will say that. I'm going to tell you something. When I moved from Haiti to New York in 1993, something happened to me. I had an accident. Mm. No one in my family knew about it. No one, because I had the accident. It was like at 7 p.m. at night. Yes. They took me to the hospital. I didn't even call my husband, my, my ex-husband. Uh, well, he passed away, not ex, really. My late husband, I didn't because he, he was uh, in the military. He wasn't even not in New York. No one knew. At exactly 11.45 p.m., my phone rings. I just got home. They just dropped me because I didn't want to spend the night in the hospital. I took a cab. They just dropped me in my door. I was inside. My keys was in my hands. Going to open the door, I heard the phone because at that time there was no cell phone. <laughs> I, I just opened the door and the phone rings. I have to leap to be able to, and my mother was on the phone. What happened to you? What's going on? Are you okay? And I said, mommy, what are you talking? She said, no, nope, the right to me. You just had an accident. This, 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 this is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to do. And oh three days God. later, she was on a plane uh, um, to come. So I said, so just to tell you, when I told you she was more than that. Yeah. Yes. So Amazing. she was more than that. Yeah. So practically, um, and uh, things like that start happening to me as well. Like, you know, I can sense things. It's like, you know, um, I went to a place, to somebody's house, um, maybe two or three months ago. And uh, when I get there, and I look at the person, I can see the entire, everything, everything, like you know, the body structure of the person and the sickness wow. inside. But sometimes I hold myself. I don't say anything because I don't know the person. I don't know how the person mm -hmm. is going to be able to see it and view it. Or if the person even know that he or she is sick. So I just have to hold back. And if I know someone who's really close to that person, and I will say, do you think I can talk to so-and-so because there's something wrong with that person and I would love to help that person. Mm, beautiful. And they will tell me, yes, you may. And yes, that person is really sick. And that person has been going to doctors for so long and they cannot find any solution. And I will tell them, okay, you know what? Just take, use that plan, do this, do that. And boom, within like a few months, that person I can say, oh my God. You know, I, I went back to the doctor and now I'm okay. I'm uh -huh. fine. What a gift you have. So and it, those are the, it's, the kind of, exactly, wow. thank you. Mm. Those are the type of gift that uh, I was blessed with. Mm. I'd be able, like, you know, to see, to hear, and to have the spirit. Yes. Now, is this well, gift, is it mainly um, like, passed example, on? I had a good friend of mine, oh, she's like a sister, oh, her mother. Yes, go ahead. Most of the time, yes. Yes, most of the time, they are passed on. You know, this is a gift, because when my mom passed away, she practically gave me, transferred me all of her gift, you know? And um, oh, really? there's of course That's a ritual possible. that you have to go through. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a ritual that you have to go through. And um, so sometimes, you know, people heard the word voodoo. They always see what the media is showing them. Oh, it's a bad thing. Yeah, right. they, 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 they blood out of people, they kill people, they, you know, uh, you know, a lot of bad, but voodoo, it's a lot, it's a way of living. 
this is like mm. spirituality on all his form. You know, yes. uh, what does voodoo? It's your connection with the sun, with the earth, with nature. Like when I woke up in the morning, what do I do? I look at the sun and pray to the sun to just say, thank you for life. And I kneel on the soil and to, to touch the earth to say how grateful that I am. And if there's a water, like in a river somewhere, I will go and sit next to it and talk to it. I'll talk to the plant. That's what Vodou, Vodou is all those four elements. Fire. Yes. Fire, water, and the air. So people like, you know, things like, you know, oh, Vodou is bad, Vodou is bad, Vodou is bad. But in every spirituality form, whatever, like, you know, you serve, you're going to find, like, you know, good and bad. So it's not only about Vodou. And the reason why I created Journey in the Box, exactly what the name uh -huh. is about, Journey in the Box, is to educate people about what Vodou is all about. What the yeah. media, the film, the movies that they are showing you and everything. No, there's more to it. It's a way of living. I it's love that. There to help, to guide people. Yes, I love that. And there's so many similarities between, I mean, I guess now after hearing about your stories, I can really see the similarities between your path and my path, which is the path of the shaman. And there really is almost no difference, honestly. <laughs> no, and there's not. Really, it just has a different name. Um, but That's I, um, and I also know that, you know, for me, my, my mother had psychic gifts and uh, she probably still mm -hmm. does, but she's completely denied them and blocked them. Uh, out of fear, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, because mm -hmm. she went to two different psychics who told her, you have these abilities, but we don't recommend that you use them. And I don't know why they said that. Maybe for her, it wasn't uh, a good idea. But then when I mm -hmm, was mm -hmm. young, you know, like uh, as early as four, I have memories of, of knowing things about people that I shouldn't even know. And um, I remember my own mind not being able to understand, but my higher self having this knowledge that a four-year-old mm -hmm. child wouldn't normally have. So have you ever had that experience, you know, where you, as a little girl, you got this, you have these gifts and this knowledge, but you don't understand because your biological age isn't quite matching the level of knowledge that you have. Of course, of course, that's definitely. But like I told you, I start like, you know, really, I don't, even like, you know, for me, even like, you know, my birth was like uh, a complete mystery, you know. It, that's mm -hmm. one, the reason why my mother always uh, had been telling me like, you know, you are special, you are special, know who you are, know who you are. But she was not taking the time to really tell me about like, you know, who I was. Right. And I can tell you, Michelle, even like, you know, with everything that capability that I had, it was, it took me time because at a certain point, because people started, well, used to call me, you know, kid, you're growing up and um, you met somebody and say, hey, you know, you have this, 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 they call you weirdo. Oh, you weird. What are you talking about? And you want to fit in, so you just shut yourself down. Yeah, that's right. So I, I just agree. wanted to be just like every other kid. But I was never like any other kid because I'm going to tell you something. In school, I was always the top of my class. People always say, like, you know, how come, like, you know, you can just... you get like, you know, your, the result of your test, like, you know, in one, two, three, and you do not take the time to study. I say, how do you know I don't study? I look at a book and automatically 
I got everything. Whatever it was, math, physics, whatever it was, it was like so easy for me. And wow. when people are going to start calling me like, you know, oh, you're weird, you are weird, you are weird, you are weird. So I shut down. Right. So it's after when my mom passed away, for me, losing my mom was losing myself. Mm. Because she was my anchor. She was like, you know, my best friend. She was my sister. She was my, she was everything to me. If I sneeze right here in Bali, my mother will know it in Haiti. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm not joking. Wow. So you were so, so connected. Just, it was so like a, yes, it was a connection. And my other siblings, like, you know, they were always, my sister was jealous. Say, oh, your mother, my mommy, like, you know, loves you more. And it was not a question of she, uh, she loves me more. It was a connection that we had that no one could just understand it. Yeah. Yeah. My mother mar um, got married. My dad, she was 17 going to 18. My dad was like, you know, her first boyfriend and her only, the only man in her life until she passed away at 67 years old. Okay. Mm. She had my brother, my older brother, she was 20. And almost two years later, she got pregnant and she was not ready. She didn't want to because like, you know, they were building the house and she was living at my grandmother, my father's side house. And she was not feeling comfortable because my mom came from the higher society in Haiti. And as you know, and this is everything like, you know, in the world. It's just like, you know, oh, you have to marry it. If you came like, you know, from a rich family, you have to marry this. Da, 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 and right. But she break that one and uh, she met. It's not like my dad was on a different, but he was like on a different um, group of family, but the middle class. And uh, she, she married him against like, you know, the will of her family. Very young. Mm, I and see. when she got pregnant of me, she didn't know, she was not aware that she was uh, um, pregnant. Not until, like, you know, she was already three months ahead. Mm -hmm. She tried, listen to me carefully, she tried until she was almost seven months pregnant to get rid of me. Oh, my God. <laughs> she took all the type of medication she knows existed. She traveled in the South where her family come from to meet with uh, those uh, women um, who can, uh, what you call them again? Uh, the name just- uh, Midwife? Like a midwife? Midwives, yes, thank yeah. you. Midwives to prepare like, you know, uh, um, uh, um, all those kind of things out of like, you know, <laughs> herbs for her and once, she, she said to me, this old lady at that time was already like, you know, in her 90s. Because back in the days in Haiti, you have people who used to live up until like, you know, 112, 120 years old. Okay. So wow. that woman, after giving her that medicine, mommy drank it. And after that, she threw everything out. The old woman was so sure, she said, you know, that never happened. But you see this kid, you better hold on to her or she. I mean, her or he, because yeah. this one is going to be a very special kid. Oh, wow. Don't try to do anything. And she was close to seven months. So practically seven months, like, you know, the kid is completely like, you know, you know. So, uh, and uh, she took the car and went back to the city in Port-au-Prince where like, you know, um, I was born and uh, grew up and she was um, living with my dad. And she decided, she said, okay, you know what? All right, she's going to have me. Wow, the so day, when she told you that, that story, were you really upset to hear that? No, not at all, <laughs> not at all, because like oh, I said, yeah. I think like, you know, my mom and I, there was a connection and uh, there's another story to that. Um, I was never mad at my mom. You know why? 
in my previous life, maybe some people like, you know, might not believe this. My mother, that lady who, who become my mother on this earth, she was my daughter. Ah, uh, yes. yes. So there's a connection that no one was unable to understand that. Ah, uh, yes, yes, that makes sense. Wow, beautiful, beautiful. How, do you have any sense of how many lifetimes the two of you have had together? Only two. Only two? Yeah, wow. only two. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, only two. She was my wow. daughter, and now she became like, you know, my mother in this lifetime. Ooh. Yeah. Do you feel that you'll reincarnate again together at some point in another lifetime? I, I believe so. I do believe so yeah. because there's some work we didn't finish. There's things like we were supposed to do, we did not. I don't know if I will go back into being her daughter or her being my mother or my daughter. I don't know, but I know we are going to be mm. again. That's for sure. That's, That's beautiful. Sure. And so um, speaking of the work that you're meant to do, do you have a strong, I, I I'm probably know the answer to this, but I'd love for people to hear what is, what is your sense of what your mission is here? Why you've come here again? What is your purpose of being here in this lifetime? To help. That's what I've been doing since I was a child. I'm always like being there to guide, to help people, whether like, you know, in my uh, profession, which is like, you know, I'm a designer. I have also like a degree on uh, special ed. I work with kids uh, with uh, a challenge. Mm. And uh, I help people also like, you know, build a business. I'm an entrepreneur and uh, designer. It's just, I'm always there like you know, to guide people, help them, support. And that's what I think like, you know, this is, it's not, I'm, I'm sorry, let me take that back. It's not like, you know, I think. This is like, you know, what I was sent back here to do. And I can tell you, yeah. I met like, you know, one person who's 104 years old. He told me the same thing. I met another one who's 92, 98, even like, you know, 57, 80. I met this lady, she's 87 or 89. I'm not too sure. She told me the same thing. And it was like, you know, the same message over and over, wherever I go. I went to, um, I spent time in Iceland. I met like, you know, um, a spiritual woman and a man there. I spent time with them, told me the same thing. I went um, to uh, Germany, to France, and uh, to Costa Rica, to Panama, to Curaçao, to Aruba. I uh, went uh, also to um, Africa and Benin. I got the same message wherever I go. So practically, I don't think like, you know, even here in Bali, I got the same message. So I, I don't think like, you know, I can even deny it. And this is something that I know. And uh, I feel that's, that's, what, that's my purpose here. That's my purpose yeah. here. To help Beautiful. and guide and um, serve you know, those in need to bring light. Mm, beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And, you know, I'm wondering, you know, with everything that's going on right now, um, there, there's just so much illusion that is being, um, you know, projected out into the world around this pandemic. And, uh, you know, I won't go into it too much, but, um, I think a lot, it's causing a lot of people to be in a place of fear, uh, disempowered, confusion, a lot of people dealing with deep depression, anxiety. Hmm. Um, yeah, the suicide mm -hmm. rates have gone up, and especially in places like Melbourne and New Zealand where there's much more severe measures for lockdown. Uh, a friend of mine in Toronto is now, uh, they're going in lockdown. They're not even allowed to spend Thanksgiving or Christmas with their family. And if they do, 
they're all going to have to wear a mask in the house that they're having the celebration. So there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world, as you know. And I guess what I'd love to to ask you is, uh, I'm what... so sorry, Michelle. I missed that one. I'm uh, I'm so sorry. I missed what you said about Toronto. Oh, Toronto. They're uh, going into lockdown again. Hello. Um, they're going into lockdown really? again in Toronto, and they're making masks, oh wearing masks, a law. So it is. Uh, if you don't wear a mask, you're breaking the law. And uh, I, the same with obviously Australia. <laughs> they're really so with all of these extreme conditions in the world, people are really, um, really challenged right now, now more than ever. Um, at the same time that's occurring, there's, uh, you know, uh, there's an awakening happening. And a lot of people, mm-hmm. uh, not just light workers, everybody um, who is open to changing is really waking up and changing. But for the people that are struggling mm-hmm. and are perhaps um, – not quite there yet. And there's no right or wrong. There's no judgment about this. It's just that we're all Mm -hmm. traveling at a different rate with our spiritual paths and our evolution. So for the people that are really struggling, um, regardless of where they are on their path, do you have a tool uh, or any kind of guidance that you can offer that might help lighten their load a little bit and help them to navigate through these challenging times? Well, the only thing I can can, uh, tell them and suggest for them to do is um, to do meditation, to meditate. And meditate in a way that uh, they have um, to try to whatever, like, you know, they've seen. Don't say, like, you know, oh, my God, um, I don't believe this. I don't believe that, you know, and uh, just focus and accept Whenever, like, you know, the guides, the angels, the, the spirits, the ancestors is talking to them, so they have to open up. Because a lot of us think, like, you know, um, talking to the spirit requires so much and this and that. They are here all around us. You need something. You need to understand something. Just ask them the questions. Yeah. Ask them the questions and listen and be very, very, very aware about maybe like oh, the answer they're going to give it to they give you is not going to be the one that you expected. And you wouldn't receive it, just say thank you. Maybe like you know, I do not understand. I need some more sign. Just guide me some more to understand what you are telling me because this or that I do not understand it. Talk to them and they they, they are there. Um, hmm, hold on. Thank you. The messages around what we are going through right now, Michelle. This is something deeper than us. Hmm. It's beyond our control. Mm-hmm. What can we do, just like you said, to help the others? We are doing it right now. Yeah. You might not see it or feel it, but I can tell you that we are doing it right now. I'm just sitting with that because I think that that is quite true and very profound that a lot of times we we don't realize just by being who we are we are being the change you know we're radiating out that frequency for people to as an invitation to change as well so that's um i love that i love that another thing also as much as we can, as much as we can, is to try to spread some love all around us. 
when you meet someone, even if you have problem, yes, we have a mask right now, like, you know, people cannot see our mouth or like, you know, if we are, but you can smile with your eyes. Yeah. How to do that? Do an eye contact. Salute the person with your head. Bow. I see you. I acknowledge you. We are in it together. Mm. I don't know you. I love you. I don't know you. I'm here for you. I don't know you. Reach out to me whenever you can. Right now, the message is um, gather some strong women all together and let's do a meditation. The sooner the better. We women, we are the head. We are the supporter. We are the matrix. We are the one who is connected. I'm not saying that the men are not. But there's a lot of things they have to go through us first before they can go to others. Hmm. Like tonight, if you guys can't, whoever, all of you who are listening, there's eight people online right now. I don't know if there's more, but I can see eight people. Like tonight, I want 909. Gather your family together. Do a meditation together. Do not hold hands, but sit apart in the same room and meditate. Connect with the universe. Call on Mother Nature. Call on the universe, all the spirit, the ancestors. Ask them to guide you, to bring some light. Because what we are living right now, we don't understand it. We don't know what to do. We don't know if we have to sit, lay, or run. Ask them to guide us. And they will. They will send you the answer. They will send you the answer. But make sure that you are ready to accept the message when they give it to you. A lot of things are going to happen. We don't know how, when, but we just have to be ready. Mm, we need yeah. to get our children, our family ready for that. And we need to be ready. By mean ready, you need to be grounded. When you woke up in the morning, instead of picking up your phone, go outside, bare feet, walk, touch the grass, touch the trees, talk to them, connect with them. Tell them how you feel. A lot of us don't do it enough. This is the time right now for us to connect, to reconnect with Mother Nature, to reconnect with who we, are, we really are. This is the time, this is the moment. Thank you, Catherine. That was beautiful. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with everyone. And uh, I can really feel the energy uh, emanating from you and the love. And uh, I'm just uh, really 
so glad that we've connected and you're in my life. I'm really honored to get to know you even more. So I'm, yeah, what a blessing. And uh, I would love to just open it up to anybody here that is in the live studio. Um, if you'd like to ask a question uh, about voodoo or about spirituality, please uh, don't be shy. And uh, we, we want to hear from you. Everybody's quiet on the Western Front, or the Eastern Front, I should say. <laughs> okay, wonderful. So, Catherine, I'd like to find out about, um, are you offering any classes or are you offering any private sessions here uh, on Bali or on online on Zoom? Uh, Tell us about what kind of services you do offer and uh, so that you can reach more people and help them in this time. Well, I don't because I, the way I work is uh, with vibration. Um, yes, last week I have many people contacted me. I told them I don't want to do any meeting face-to-face, -face. I mean, you know, contact-to-contact -contact here. But um, doing a Zoom, I told them, is a possibility. But right now, I am on the cleaning because I did some work for a few people and their energy was really bad and ah. um, okay. that it really affected me. Yes. So I need, I'm doing some cleansing right now and I cannot be doing any type of treatment, not until the first week of October and uh, okay. and I, I did not listen I did not listen because I was not supposed to do that for that person but the person was really in deep trouble and yeah. I went against um, the guides the ancestors and did it I and, understand uh, right now yeah. I need to clean myself first Okay. I am um, sometimes, as a matter of fact, it's because like, you know, I told you that I was doing the interview that I did it because today was supposed to be my silent day, but it's okay. okay. I asked them permission for me to open up today because it was something that I was really scheduled. I couldn't just turn my back on you. Yeah, thank so you. I'm going to take the rest of the day in a silent mood and uh, practically not doing anything. <laughs> at okay, <all. laughs> I respect that. Um, but in the future, if people want to get a hold of you uh, for when you are ready to open up to do sessions again via via Zoom or however you wish to do so, is there um, any contact information I can post later? You can maybe give me your email or... Yes, I'm writing it right now. <clears throat> Wonderful. Um, because I think the work you do is, is really powerful and it's so needed right now. Thank you. Thank you. Info.sustainablehealing at gmail.com. So um, it looks like Catherine will have some availability in October... You know, talking about cleaning and working with energies, I, I was just doing an intro to shamanism training this weekend, and it was the second day of the training, and uh, we were I was teaching them about how to do distance healing, the shamanic way. And um, so we picked up our rattles, and I said, okay, for this, this person who couldn't come to the training because she was in a great deal of pain, um, I said, okay, I'm going to participate and I'm going to help with all of you. And I thought, oh, I'm just going to rattle. We're going to do a nice little distant healing. Boom. And within 30 seconds, boom, I hit some really bad black magic that was on that person. I had no idea until I started the distant healing. And I saw in the vision, because she was having chronic pain with her elbows, that there were these metal wrappings around her elbows, like squeezing her elbows and inflicting uh, an incredible amount of pain. And um, I don't normally have vision. So for me, when I have a vision, it's very, very clear uh, that mm. this is what's going on. 
And I was just like, holy cow, the energy was so strong that I wanted to vomit. And mm. so um, I almost did, but I didn't. Luckily, I had done some protection earlier that day. So we never know what we're going to encounter, you know, when we do this work. And mm -hmm. then I, um, after we finished the shamanic uh, distance healing, I got uh, this, it's called a, it's a sulfur powder. And I've been told um, that this is very good for clearing uh, heavy, dark energies. So I put a teaspoon of that in the water and I drank that and, um, and I was fine. Luckily, I had done my protection prior to the to the healing. Yeah. So you just never know what you're going to encounter. And um, it's so important to be prepared. Yeah, it's so important. Yes, yes it is. Yes, it is. Yes, Absolutely. it is. And uh, <clears throat> sometimes, like, you know, with uh, the, the love or, like, uh, the urgency to help someone, sometimes... Yeah, I even forgot about like you know, to do my ritual to protect myself. And so I have to say, oh my God, I forgot about this and that. But while doing it, so I can just like, you know, ask the ancestor to protect me, to guide me. And right. right after, so I will do, you know, my ritual to just like, you know, protect myself. But, um, and sometimes also like, you know, for people like us, we have to listen, even like, you know, yeah. The person um, might uh, be mad at us and say, oh, you know, you promised me this and promised that. But when you are on a spiritual level, you really need to protect yourself because uh, all the bad energy can even kill you because sometimes yeah. people, like, you know, don't understand that. They say, well, if that person, like, you know, is so strong on a spiritual level, how come, like, you know, they can be affected? Just like you said, like, you know, that person, like, you know, maybe like, you know, had uh, some strong black magic around he or she. And when once, like, you know, you come, here it is, like, you know, you're coming to help that person. And those can just turn and just like against you. Yeah. And attack you. Because That's right. They were feeling so comfortable in that person. And now you come in to remove them. They're going to fight you. Yeah. So it's not like uh, that as easy one, two, three, when people like, you know, think it's very easy. No, it's not that easy. Like, you know, for someone like me who didn't even like, you know, understand a lot of things, it took me times, really times. And mm -hmm. sometimes when the spirit really wants you, they will teach you certain lessons, different ways to say, if you don't do this, this is what's going to happen to you. Yes. Yeah. If, yeah. So you understand what I meant because like, you know, if you, they want you and you keep like, you know, pushing them away. If I told you not a story, Michelle, last year I was, unable to walk properly and talk properly. Suddenly, I was not sick, just wow. out of the blue. Okay? But I know deep down inside, I was not sick. Yes, I understand. I know, even like, you know, my companion would say like, you know, honey, oh, let me take it to the doctor and this. And, and I kept telling him, there's nothing wrong with me. Mm -hmm. But of course, I'm not a doctor. He pushed me. He took me to the hospital. And every single test that they done, the doctor said, I don't understand. There's nothing wrong with that woman. And one night, on the third night, I saw this lady, a vision. But she came like, you know, really, I was not sleeping. I lay in the bed and he said, what are you doing here? Get up. You have to go home because you need to accept who you are. You need to start now. The next day when the doctor came to do that one, I said, no test, no nothing. I'm going home. And while I was in the hospital, listen to this. 
I never took one pill. As you know, the nurse will come and bring you like, you know, that little packet with like you know, three, four pills. When you ask them, like, you know, what is that for? You don't know what's wrong with me, but you're giving me pills. So I took the pills and threw them away. Every time they, took, they bring them to me, I make believe that, yes, I'm going to drink them, but never did. <laughs> Clever girl. <laughs> never did. Okay? So I make believe I, you know, throw them in my mouth, but I throw them, like, you know, behind my, uh, uh, my shoulders, and, um, and that's it. And when it was time for it, when the doctor said, oh, we cannot send you home because we need to run more tests, I said, oh, no, you're not. I am going home, and I'm going home today. And so, said, well, the medication I've been doing, like, in a great effect. I look at him. I say, you know what? You, you don't even, Catherine, don't even go there. Just, yeah, forget it. Yeah, the medication, yes. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, you were about to say something. Well, I'm just wondering what caused those symptoms of you couldn't hardly walk and, and talk. What, what was the cause of that? That was no cause. Well, it was just like, you know, the spirit, they were just uh, teaching me a lesson. Because uh, I didn't want um, to really accept who I was. And right. I needed, it was time for me, like, you know, to change uh, my way of living. Uh, it's not like you know that, that I know I don't do drugs, I don't smoke, I don't drink alcohol, nothing like that. But it was time for me to just like you know give them time just to focus only on them. And uh, I was keep on putting pushing that. I said, I'll have time, not now, I'll have time, not now, I'll have time, not now, you know. And uh, <laughs> yeah, they say, you know what, no, the time is now, and you're going to do it now. You know, even this, like, you know, I was helping other people. Hmm? Yeah. No, I, I'm sorry. This is the case with anybody who's called to this path. I feel like if we deny it, then we, we get thrown a lesson at us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Sometimes, like, you know, a lesson that we might not like, but... And um, once I, when I came here the first time in Bali last year, um, I made three trips in one year here in Bali. And I met like uh, this old, old, old man. I think like, you know, maybe he said that he was 101 or 102, but I think he was much older. And uh, he said, you know what? You just get started. You just get started. It was time for you to do this. You, you're not sick. As you know, you're not sick. There's nothing wrong with, with you. But the spirit are calling you, mm -hmm. and you have to accept them. And he said, like, <laughs> you know, you're going to become it because even um, that this is one power I didn't know, just like I to be able to heal with my hands. And he said, like, you know, you're a healer, you're going to start healing people in this. And I said, I don't think I want that. And he said, well, it's not up to you. You have the gift <laughs> yeah. you're going to have. To use it. So, um, yeah, it's just like um, that's what I say. Like, you know, sometimes we just have to listen, you know, we just have to listen. We all, yes. we yeah. are all born with, uh, with possibility, all of us. I'm not saying that I'm special or you are better than anybody else. We are all born, like, you know, with gifts. And uh, sometimes we yes. just uh, let those gifts, like, you know, pass away or just like, you know, we let them pass on a test and which is really bad. And I, I almost did the same thing. I'm not going to lie to you. I almost did the same thing. But from time to time, I'll meet somebody who need help. I will help that person. And I, 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 that's it for me. I'll help you. I'm done. And I will meet another body, somebody, someone. I'll do the same thing. I'm done. And I will call one time. I was in New York and somebody that I know, and um, one Saturday, I woke up not feeling myself, and the spirit just like uh, they took my body. And I saw this woman like, you know, fighting in this and that. It's just like it was terrible. I didn't call her, nothing. I got in my car and drove, you know, all the way to Long Island. And um, I entered and I started doing things for her. 
And she said she was shocked. She couldn't say anything. And she was about like, you know, to go and kill herself. She wanted to commit suicide that day because for her, there was no way out. And here it is. Like, wow. You know, and, um, and I said, but I don't want that. I don't want that. I said, I don't want that. She said, well, Catherine, it's a gift. You cannot deny it. And I said, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And all of us, like, you know, we do the same mistakes. We always say we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. Or we are waiting, like, you know, for maybe, like, in a big sign and say, hey, you know, and the plate, this is your gift. Like, take it. You're going to do this. No, those kind of things do not come with a book. There's no handbook. When you are born no. with a gift, you just have to use it and ask the guides, the ancestors, to guide you, to help you. Mm-hmm. Even sometimes when I need something, like, I call on for my mom because she, for her to guide me. I call on for my ancestors, my grandmother, my grandparents. I can afford them like, to come to help me, you know, and to mm-hmm. show me the lights. And, and we all have to do that. We all have that in us. What I'm doing and what you're doing, that doesn't make us like, you know, better than anybody else. But we're just like um, gifted in a certain ways. And that's the reason why I tell people all the time, don't look about where I come from, how I speak with an accent or whatever, or the color of my skin or whatever. We are all one. There's only one race, the human race, and we are all connected some way, somehow. I'm connected with you, you're connected with me, I'm connected like, you know, with this woman and that guy and so forth. We're all one. If we do not start seeing it, thinking this way, well, I don't know what to say. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yes. I, I agree. Thank you so much, Catherine, for for just uh, opening your heart and sharing um, your story and your your wisdom and knowledge with all of us. And um, before we we end the podcast, I'd love to just open it up one more time. If anybody has any questions, uh, this is the time. Come forward, don't be shy. <laughs> Catherine would be happy to answer your questions. And um, if you are feeling called to, to get some healing from Catherine, contact her at her email, info.sustainablehealing at gmail.com. Uh, but she won't be offering sessions until October. Um, and she's yeah, taking some time 11, out for her stuff. After the 11th of October. So. Thank you, Catherine. Um, I really, really loved having this uh, conversation with you today in consciousness. Uh, it's been so great to have you on um, my podcast today. Thank Same you year. so much. Same here, Michelle. Yeah. But one thing you have to tell uh, your um, listeners. So you are in my podcast. I'm in your podcast. Once oh, a week, yes. And you're going to be on my podcast once a week. And I'm writing like, you know, my podcast right now. For everybody awesome. is our journey. Thank you. Do that yeah, for me. Thank you. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So this is something journey like you know we're doing journey in a box. Yes. Because we are all in a box, Michelle. We are all in a box. Sometimes <laughs> like you know, we're so scared to come out. We are so scared, <laughs> like you know, to open up to the world. So this is the, the this is our journey. Just it's time for us, I can to come out of that box. So I, love I that. created that platform, Journey in a Box, and um, for people like you know who speak French. So I do Creole, French, and English, and I have like you know the Cuban uh, young lady that I uh, interviewed on Sundays, and uh, she is so connected mm. with spirituality as well. And she told me if she can do one in Spanish. I say, hey, you know what? The more, the better. So yes, yes. We want to be able to reach everybody throughout the world. And yes, uh, thank you for reminding me. Yeah, Catherine and I are collaborating because we really want to reach, have a greater reach for people in the world that are needing this information. Um, And perhaps we can touch even one person's life 
and and help them. And you know, we never know um, how what we do, what actions we take, can make a difference in somebody's life. And it's so important to keep um, keep giving, keep. Uh, and as we give, we receive. Um, I know that that's the case for me. I'm sure it is for you, Catherine. Um, Life is just uh, really a blessing, um, and I feel like this is uh, such an honor to be on this path, to be of service, and to be helping people right now through these uh, challenging times. So, yeah, join us. Uh, you'll be hearing from me on Catherine's podcast, um, and she'll be coming on my podcast as well. So thank you, everybody, for coming today, sending all of you so much love. Let's give Catherine... A round of applause. <laughs> and uh, yes, until we meet again, Catherine, have a beautiful day. Thank you, Michelle. And thank you for everybody. I send like, you know, love and lights to all of you, wherever you are. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Blessing.